Well, good morning, Shiloh, and happy Mother's Day to all our mothers out there. Oh, the song says, I just want to praise you forever and ever for all you've done for me. Oh, Lord, we give you thanks on today. We give you praise. We give you glory. Oh, you are worthy of all the praise, all the honor. Oh, let's sing along. Just want to praise you. Just want to praise you. Forever. Forever. And ever. And ever. Oh, and ever. And ever. Oh, for all you've done. For all you've done. For me. For me. Blessings and glory. Blessings and glory. And honor.
worship experience, we want to talk from the subject, our mothers and faith. Our mothers and faith. Without a doubt, faith plays a vital role in our relationship with Jesus Christ. The writer of Hebrews reminds us in chapter 11 that without faith, it is impossible to please God. For we must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. To have a day-by-day faith walk with Christ is to engage in a spiritual journey that's filled with moments when we must let go and let him have his way. Certainly, it's not easy to do that. There are times when life gets in the way of faith. There are times when conditions seem so critical that faith in Christ seems not only inappropriate, but seems inadequate. There are times when having our way takes precedence over God having his way, and we say and do and think things that reflect our lack of faith. Sarah was 76 years old, and she had not been able to conceive. And even though God had promised her and her husband that they would parent a nation, life got in the way of Sarah's faith. It no longer seemed appropriate for Sarah to wait on God any longer. So she convinced Abraham to use her maidservant Hagar as a surrogate. And though Abraham and Hagar did produce a son and a nation, Sarah's impetuousness didn't nullify God's fidelity. Fourteen years later, God opened Sarah's womb and permitted her to give birth to Isaac. But that's not the end of the story. For if we follow the posterity of these two boys, we see the terrible result of a lack of faith. The children of Sarah and the children of Hagar have been at war with each other down through the centuries. And it serves to remind us that faith or the lack thereof has consequences that extend long past our lives and our generation. This is true regardless of how we may feel about it. And it is particularly relevant when we turn our attention to African-American mothers and the impact of their faith on us and on those who will come after us. For many of us, our introduction to Jesus didn't come from a preacher, or from a Sunday school teacher. It didn't come from a deacon. It didn't even come from our fathers. For most of us, our introduction to Jesus came from our mothers. Mama prayed for us. 
from the time that they knew we were in their womb. Mamas rocked us in their bosom and sang to us, yes, Jesus loves me for the Bible tells me so. Mamas knelt by our bedside and taught us how to pray the Lord's prayer. Our mothers wouldn't let us put a morsel of food in our mouths until we had thanked God for what we were about to receive. Our mothers met good times with word of divine rejoicing. Thank you, Jesus. Our mothers met bad times with words of divine encouragement. The Lord will make a way somehow. Our mothers met tragedy with words of divine confession. If the Lord don't help me, I can't stand the storm. Our mothers sent us out the door with nuggets of divine wisdom. Don't forget to bend that knee. Work as though it's up to you, but pray as though it's up to God. For many of us, our African-American mothers laid the foundation of the faith upon which we now stand. And we are an extension of them. We are the fulfillment of their dreams. We are the bearers of their hopes. And as such, we should not want their faith for us to have been in vain. We should want their faith to live on. Surely, like Sarah, there have been times when our mother's faith waned. There have been times when our mothers looked at their circumstances and determined that faith wasn't getting the job done. Our mothers were not and are not perfect people, but it's in those times that we must remember just who it is we have placed our faith in. Our faith is in the great I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. I am the bread of life. Whoever eats of me shall never go hungry. I am the water of life. Whoever drinks of me shall never thirst. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. It's important, my brothers and sisters, that we live in that faith, that we live through that faith. For our faith not only determines our present, but our faith has a tremendous impact on our future. In this text, we have a triangular relationship between a sick child a loving mother, and a powerful savior. Jesus and his disciples were traveling through the areas of Tyre and Sidon when this encounter took place. This mother learned that Jesus was in the area, and she decided to seek him out to help her child. That this woman was Canaanite is significant because traditionally Canaanites had no dealings with Jews. But this mother didn't care about that. 
Her child was sick, and she was not going to let the strictures of her culture prevent her from getting her child well. My brothers and sisters, never forget that faith demands sacrifice. Getting close to Jesus means leaving some other things behind. Sometimes it means leaving other people behind. Sometimes it means leaving culture behind. If you want healing to take place, then don't let anything or anyone or any tradition keep you from getting close to Jesus. This mother came to Jesus with her sick child in tow. But because she was Canaanite, the disciples tried to send her away. And at first, even Jesus seemed unsympathetic to her situation. He said nothing to her. And when his disciples urged him to send her away, the mother pled for her child anyhow. It reminds us, my friends, that, that sometimes faith demands persistence. This mother believed that she had brought her child to the right one. But often when we come to the right one, there's always going to be somebody who tries to get us to go away. That's where persistence comes in. The more folk try to send us away, the more determined we have to be that we're going to stand on our faith in the Lord. Even when it looks like he's not interested in our condition, we have to have a persistent faith that says, I shall not be moved. This is the determination that this mother exhibits today her child was weak and she wanted her child to get well she she wasn't concerned about the traditions of her people she wasn't concerned about the rejection of Jesus's disciples and the scripture says that she would not even be dismayed by the harsh words of Jesus when Jesus did finally speak to this mother his his words didn't offer a whole lot of comfort. His words lacked sensitivity to her needs. She, she had broken with the traditions of her people. But Jesus responds by saying, I'm only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. She had ignored the repeated efforts of the disciples to send her away, only to have Jesus say, it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to dogs. But even in the face of such harsh and insensitive and disconcerting words, this mother would not give up. She responded to Jesus by saying, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. My brothers and sisters, that's the mark of overcoming faith. This mother was doing all that she could to help her child. And in this exchange with Jesus, we see that faith demands surrender. This mother spared no pain to help her child. She swallowed her pride. She withstood her ridicule. She allowed her feelings to be hurt. But she stayed right there and kept the faith. She loved her child. And she was determined to do all that she could 
to get her child well. Is that not the tradition and the history of African-American mothers? Under all conditions, they have loved their children. Much of why we are where we are today is because of our mothers overcoming faith. They spared no pain for us. They withstood all manner of ridicule for us. They took humiliation for us. They forsook their own personal well-being in order to make sure that we had what we needed to succeed and we ought to be thankful today for mothers who had a persevering surrendering faith but as I move toward a close today I need to point out a final thing and that is faith demands release as much as our mothers have done for us and are doing for us, it's not enough for us to make it by itself. If you go back to the scripture, I want you to notice that after this woman had done all that she could do, after she had gone as far as she could go, her child was still sick. Her dream had not yet come true. When she had done all that she could, the answer was still in Jesus' hands. Initially, Jesus was harsh with her. Initially, he showed no real concern for her or her child. But the record shows that Jesus was using this woman's faith as an object lesson for you and for me. He knew that he was going to heal her child, but he wanted to use her situation as an example to others of what faith can do. Did you know that faith can move mountains? Did you know that faith in Jesus can anchor us in the midst of storm? Did you know that faith in Jesus can heal us from our hurts? Did you know that faith in Jesus can hold us up when others around us are falling? Did you know that faith in Jesus can make a way out of no way? Did you know that faith in Jesus offers us reassurance that when the bottom falls out, everything will still be all right if there's a lesson we can learn from our mother's faith it's that when we've done all that we can do when we've gone as far as we can go when we've worked as hard as we can work when we've sacrificed all that we can sacrifice the last best thing we can do is put it in the Lord's hand this mother said, I'll take the crumbs that fall from the table if it'll help my child get well. And Jesus looked at her and Jesus said, oh woman, how great is your faith and you will have what it is that you want. That's what she wanted to hear, that I can have what it is that I want. And my brothers and sisters, as we go through this day, don't just celebrate mama, celebrate mama's God. 
celebrate mama's Jesus. It wasn't mama that made a way. It was mama's Jesus that made a way. It wasn't mama that opened doors. It was mama's Jesus that opened doors. It wasn't mama that made our tears go away and filled us with joy bells. It was mama's Jesus that caused joy bells to ring in our heart. And I've made up my mind that I'm going to live not just for mama, but for mama's Jesus. I'm going to walk with mama's Jesus. I'm going to talk with mama's Jesus. I'm going to lean on mama's Jesus. I'm going to depend on mama's Jesus because in the end, it's Jesus that makes the difference. Burdens too hard to bear. Put it in Jesus' hands. Hearts overwhelmed with sorrow, put it in Jesus' hands. Your, your mind filled with fear and anxiety, put it in Jesus' hands. He's able to make a way out of no way. I thank God for Mama's faith, but I'm even more thankful for the one that Mama was faithful to and the one that Mama's faith was in. And his name, is Jesus. Heavenly Father, thank you. Not just for faithful mothers, but for the one in whom they had faith. And we thank you, dear God, that their faith was justified, that their faith was rewarded. For you have been our friend down through the years. You've never left us You've always stood with us and by us and for us. On this Mother's Day, dear God, we thank you for the examples of Christian motherhood that you placed within our hearts and within our lives. We thank you for godly women, surrogate mothers, adoptive mothers, adopted mothers, mentors, coaches, those who helped us to know that life was about more than just me and mine and us and ours, but that there was more to life and, and that we needed to have a personal relationship with God. Thank you for those who helped us to see who Jesus was. We pray now, dear God, that as your word has gone forth, it might help those who still do not see to recognize that there is a reality in serving a true and a living God. Bless those who have heard. Let a seed have been planted in their hearing that would reap a bountiful harvest in their living. If there's someone among us who's viewing through live stream, who does not know you in the pardon of their sin, we pray, dear God, that in the secret of their own hearts, they might come to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And in all things, dear God, we're careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. For it is in the name of Jesus our Christ that we pray. Amen. Mama,
she prayed. Oh, I'm so glad that she prayed. Oh, I'm so glad that she prayed. She prayed for me. time she took the time to pray for me oh, oh, oh I'm so glad that she prayed oh I'm so glad that she prayed Jesus, he died, oh, he died for me. 